So here we go in 1 Thessalonians 5, 24 through 28, looking at God is faithful in the O Come All Ye Faithful series. It says this in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse number 24. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the holy brethren with an holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Does anyone know who wrote the book of 1 Thessalonians? Paul, okay. So Paul kind of always has a signature closing. If you look through his books, uh, which I believe uh, 17, he wrote, I think 17 uh, books of our New Testament. So as you look through them at the ending of those books, his sign-off starts to sound the same in a lot of those books. So he always leaves with uh, the grace or uh, the grace and peace of Jesus Christ or whatever else. And so this is Paul signing off to us on this. Of course, we're looking at verse number 24. And our reason for faithfulness is this. It says this, faithful is he that calleth you. And I love this promise right there, who also will do it. I was talking uh, last night, actually, with Ian and Vanessa, they hung out uh, at the church uh, at the end, and I was I was trying to I was trying to nicely just kick them out so that I could lock up and stuff. No, uh, I got to talk to them about uh, just the journey that they've been on the last couple of years. Through uh, they came in first through the school as well, and uh, not really uh, closely tied to a church, really not even open to the idea of church. But God just has done a work in their heart uh, over over the last couple of years. And it's been exciting. It's been really good to where now where, you know, we all know them and, and mostly like them and stuff. Uh, but we like Ian and Vanessa and they're good people. But God's done a work in their heart that they can look back on and see. And for all of us, we can say, according to that verse right there, number verse number 24, uh, faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. I love the little kid song that they'll sing sometimes in Awanas or Master Club last year. Uh, he's still working on me to make me up what I ought to be. And it's a cute little kid song, but it's a great truth for all ages Amen. that God's still working on us. And you, you might be able to, you probably have a couple of years behind you, you can look back and say, man, we've come a long ways. You know, you look to your spouse or, hey, wife, we've come a long ways or husband, hey, kids, we've come a long ways. But also, obviously, God is still working uh, in us. And so I challenge you, if you're pulled off to the side of the road, uh, maybe uh, like Reggie and Nicole, and uh, you need to get back onto the road again. Uh, maybe you've been through a near accident or whatever. I'd encourage you to get back on the road and get going because according to verse number 24, God has a plan. And since uh, it's up to him and his faithfulness, he will do it. So aren't you glad that it's not up to us and our faithfulness, but rather that God is in control of that. There's a lot of religions that believe that our faithfulness is required for our salvation and all these other things. But thank God that he holds on to that. And also, he's working in our heart and our life as long as we will let him. So we're going to lay a couple of uh, precepts down that are basic, but I believe necessary. In order to continue this series for the next couple of weeks, it says this, first off right there, God is faithful. And that's an obvious, but we want to start with that point right there. God is faithful. And I think it's important for us to remember that. I was preaching uh, to, to uh, my nursing home on Thursday I get to go to one on Thursday at 10 o'clock. And I was talking about this week that we should always praise God, not for what he does, although we should, and that's good, but we should praise God for who he is. Amen. It's kind of an immature and a, a baby stage for us to praise God for what he does. When your kids are little, they appreciate you because you're the one who feeds them and clothes them. 
But when they start to mature, they start to appreciate you because you're their mom and you're their dad and, and you have a love for them and you have maybe patience with them. They start to grow in that relationship. That should be the same way we are with God, that after a while, that even on my good days, even on my bad days, God is faithful. He's never changed. So if I'm always praising God for who he is, then that never changes based on my circumstances. But a lot of people never get past that in their Christian life. They are still stuck in the, the spot where, they, man, if God's blessing them, oh, God's so good. Praise the Lord. That's great. That's great. That's great. But once they enter into those dark trying or testing valleys or whatever else, you know, also, where's God? And, you know, kind of upset about things and oh, I don't have time for church, that kind of thing. So you're always going to be up and down if you're only connected to what God can give you. Even the best of persons. If you go to a vending machine, you put in 75 cents, you push B1 for chips, and those Doritos only fall halfway out. I don't care how good of a Christian you are. I don't care how prayed up you are. You're going to look around real quick, right? That way and this way. You're going to see, can I shake this sucker? Can I, can I safely kick it? Can I whatever? The last thing you're going to do is probably like, well, you know, another 75 cents. Okay. No, you're going to beat that thing to death because you want those, those, those six Doritos that are inside that little uh, package that they're, that they're just slicing you on prices for. You want those, man, because why I paid for that. And a lot of times that's the way we are with God. If God withholds from us, maybe an answer or what we want, we turn from, oh, happy praise God to bitterly angry and I don't know if I can go to church and what is this or whatever. It's amazing how fickle people are. We read the Old Testament with the uh, Israelites through Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and man, you're just like, man, look how that's crazy. They're up and they're down. That's crazy. And then sometimes we won't look at the mirror and be like, well, sometimes I'm crazy too. Um, And we all are. And so we need to be concerned more about praising God for his faithfulness. Uh, Letter A, this is good right here. We need to be thankful First off, be thankful in this season right here that God is faithful. Let's be thankful that God is faithful. I was talking with my wife about this, that not always is Christmas a good time for people. You might have in the last year or two or three lost someone that's close to you. And that'll play into your thoughts quite a lot. Maybe it was a parent. Maybe it was someone that was close to you. And um, that's going to come up. And it will always come up at Thanksgiving. It will always come up at Christmas. If you've had maybe a miscarriage, it will always come up. At Thanksgiving and those in those uncertain times, obviously throughout the year, um, but we also need to praise God and thank Him that He is faithful and that there is a heaven and that He has made us promises like that. Moving right along, and then also we need we will look at here the promises uh, that God is faithful. God has given us many promises in His Word um, that He is faithful. Moving on to two here because I want to get a uh, conversation point here in just a little bit. It says right here, God's faithfulness is encouraging. God's faithfulness is encouraging. In just a second here, I want to, as we close out on this year, I want to take a moment for you guys to respond to this uh, question. But if you could just share with something that has encouraged you, either it's something, but often God uses a someone, uh, to be an encouragement to you this year. Maybe there was a specific situation as Brother Tony already testified this morning, that as they are going through a hard time, that God has really come through for them in a big way. And that's exciting. We need to be remem- reminded of those things. A lot of times whenever we have prayer and praise this time, it's very, very heavy on the prayer, right? And, and light on the praise. Because a lot of times God does stuff and, oh, thank you, God. And then on to the next thing without recalling that to memory. So I want you to think about that. Maybe someone or something, a situation in which uh, the Lord has used a situation or a person to be very encouraging to this, uh, to you uh, in this year. Uh, let's look at this right here. We've all been let down. 
we've all been let down. What's interesting in our passage there, verse number 25, it says this, brethren, it says right there, pray for us. And certainly every single one of us need to pray for each other. And I want to encourage you this. Um, two weeks ago on a Sunday night, um, there was sign of a theme of people just, we gave a prayer and, or we gave a praise time. And several people just basically said, you know, it, I'm, I'm going through a lot. It's a really, really hard time. But thank you, church, for encouraging me and praying for me. And since that night, it's come to my mind several, several times of people that are just going through things. And a lot of people have hurts. Uh, There's a family in our church right now, uh, the Hernandez family, their uh, grandmother, um, one month ago, they found out has stage four uh, um, cancer. And she's doing some better, and it, it's starting to turn a lot. But this holiday season, everyone's come in, but they haven't come in uh, to celebrate the holiday necessarily. They've come in. Um, because they're very, very worried about her health and obviously scared at this time. So not everyone is always having a good time all the time. I can be guilty of just jumping up and like, hey, how's it going? What's going on, guys? And not really good at dealing with grief. Um, But I need to acknowledge it. But I think the biggest thing that we could do for each other is to pray for each other. So I want to put this challenge out to you. You might not know every person in this class, hopefully through activities, the Christmas activity. If you went to it, we got to know each other. Um, uh, as we rode on a, on a bus together and ate food together and played games together. Um, but hopefully you're praying for somebody else in this class throughout the week. Maybe it's because they gave a prayer request. Maybe it's just because you, you, know, you, you care for them or you had some conversation with them or maybe they've shared a heartache or whatever. But I want to encourage you that be praying for people in our class. Um, I, I definitely don't want to be the only person praying for people in this class. I don't think that I am by any means. I think a lot of people do. But let me just encourage you in that as you look around on a Sunday morning, as you talk to people, take time to, to really ask them about their week. There's a lot of people that go to the main service at 11 o'clock. There's a lot of them who say, hey, how you doing? But, and you just have to keep going. I understand just for time's sake, you can't talk to everybody intimately or deeply. But there should be some people in this class right here that you care for on a personal level, that you know a couple things about them, that you're praying for them, that you've uh, maybe gone out to eat with them or whatever else. You've maybe texted them, hey, I'm, I'm praying for you uh, this week or something that you're going through. I know it means a lot to, to people. Um, be right there. So encouraging uh, that God is faithful. It's encouraging to know that God is faithful. And then see right there. God loves us and wants to help us. God loves us and wants to help us. With that, let's take a couple of uh, different um, praises here, uh, maybe something in an, or a situation or an area in which God has been faithful or blessed uh, you or maybe reminded you about something. Again, maybe it was something or maybe he used someone uh, in order to just be a blessing and encouragement to you or maybe as you reflect on this year uh, where God has been faithful. Anybody? Karen? Done that in other ways where um, I'm like, oh, this thing's coming due, and I look at the budget, and then it 
it's like all of a sudden not, not pulling it. I'm like, it's still working, but it's got to be taken care of that field before we even make it. So that encourages me as the financial head of our Amen. Anthony, do you have one up? I just <clears throat> wanted to say, like, uh, when I had my daughter having going through some health issues, that people that were able to come and just pray with us and, and you know, encourage us and let us know that, you know, they had similar issues. And, and, you know, some of the families in the church did have some of the similar issues. And then once we kind of, not we're not out of it because she's still on medication, but she hasn't had a seizure in about 19 months. Um, wow. Amen. There are some families that have children that have had problems with, you know, respiratory or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's a blessing that we can kind of relate with them, you know, Amen. And, and just say, hey, you know, we're praying for be really like, hey, I went through this. This is kind of what you know, helped me, you know, let me know what you think about it. It's just a blessing that, you know, having that as a family. And, and God providing that, you know, when you're you're on the outskirts and you're having something with your family and health issues, you feel like you're alone. Yeah. And you're not really not. You know, I calls all the time. Amazing. Good. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. If you remember, um, I mean, that's huge because for 19 months we're not having whatever's coming. We come in here and we were praying a lot. It was kind of discouraging because we were praying. I felt like we were praying a lot. And you'd come in here, how did it go? Oh, she had two this week, you know, or, oh, she only had one, you know. Or we went like two weeks and she didn't have any, and then she would have that one. So for 19 months to be free of those, that's a, that's a huge blessing. So praise the Lord for that. That's really good. Normally people wouldn't leave here until about uh, 45 or 50, but uh, because of Noel and expecting more guests, then they're part of the, the, the team there and stuff like that. So, all right, anybody else? Yes, ma'am. I have been really sick lately for the last month or so. Yeah. And um, I can't even name the people who have come by and brought food and called to pray for me and with me and um, text to check on me. And I, I can't tell you what that has meant. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good. And thank you. If you've done that, thank you because it goes, it definitely goes a long way. So praise the Lord for that. And don't think someone else is doing it because you don't know that. So. There's sometimes when it doesn't happen, and that that's hurtful. So, praise the Lord for that. Anybody else? Jones. You know, with this assignment up there uh, in Utah, doors have just opened up where other uh, coworkers have had stumbling blocks, and then just coming back here and oh, brother, I've been praying. Oh, brother, you know, like five or maybe seven or I don't know. A lot of people have been just coming up to me, texting me. You know, it's been very helpful. Awesome. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Keep praying for Jones. Keep texting him and everything. Scott? Uh, just a final accident. Um, it could have been a lot worse. Um, I could have died and left my family without So it could Amen. have been worse. Praise the Lord for his protection. Scott, he passed out and <laughs> fell. And if he would have been a couple more feet farther, he might have hit something uh, there and stuff. And so that, this is not from Bobby. He has had a had a fall, although she does have a mean right hook. So, uh, but praise the Lord for, yeah, that's, that's what mascara, that's right, that's right, amen. Praise the Lord, Scott, good stuff. Uh, Sarah. I'm just thankful that no matter where we go or anywhere that I've ever lived um, in my entire life, whether I was in church or not, God's always had a, a group of people that I can call family no matter where I go, so never been left alone. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. And yes. Yes. Um, Sean. I can just think back to this past summer uh, with my daughter, you know, not to him. And uh, a lot of people prayed for us and a lot of people prayed with us, but there were very, very specific people that I remember looking back and thinking that not only are they praying with us because maybe they feel obligated to, but they're praying with us because they, they've been through that and they can empathize with that. And I think that's the beauty of going through something and the Lord taking you through it is that later on you're able to help somebody. And that's how I try to look at my daughter having been on oxygen is that I know wherever the Lord has us in the future, there's going to be another couple that has their first daughter. She's going to be on oxygen. And the Lord will put us in their life to be able to tell them, hey, it's going to be okay. It'll, there's, a, there's an end to it. You just got to get through it. So the community of believers that we have here, it's, it's just a, a wonderful thing guys put together because it, it helped us when we needed it. Amen. Amen. Let me uh, say this. And this, I don't, this is not to sound cold, but it's actually encouraging. The reason why God, one of the main reasons, if you're looking at it not selfishly, why God brings us through something, and when we say through, what that means is that there's a start, right? There's an in it, and then there's an out of it, right? The reason why God brings us through something is that so that we can turn back and we can help other people. Sometimes, however, we're not letting ourselves get through it because we want to keep bringing it up and keep, we can never manage it and we keep falling apart every time, whatever, whatever. That's not just be cold in this. What I'm saying is God's trying to bring you through it because only when you get through it, are you going to be able to turn around and kind of help other people the same, like make sure your mask is on first and you can help people around you. Right. But sometimes we, we want to keep it fresh. And so you have to ask yourself at some point, am I, am I, is, is this not done yet? Or am I not letting myself get through it? If I'm not letting myself get through it, is that selfish? Do I need God to work in my heart or my life or whatever? Because God wants to bring you through it so that you can help and encourage other people. And that's the beauty of what Sean said about this whole church is, is that whatever you're going through, what are, what are you going through? Are you, are you, are you losing a, a child spiritually? Are you, uh, you know, having problems disciplining your kids? Are they acting up on you at a certain age? Is your kid sick? Or, you know, are you sick? Whatever you're going through, guarantee you there's someone else in this church and actually probably several someone's in this church that have gone through something similar. As we look around the room, uh, you know, Holly's sister uh, had cancer and praise the Lord, I saw some you know, picture of you guys together, your family, and she's yeah. doing much better. So. And she's here today. Good. And she knows that this whole class is free. Oh. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you see Holly, I'm, I'm assuming you'll sit with your sister uh, today. They're good. There you go. All right. So... Uh, Okay, good, good. Uh, go up to them and, and meet their sisters, you know, knowing obviously that we've prayed and uh, that they're important to Holly, their family and stuff. Several people have family in or whatever else. And so go find Holly uh, in the next service and, and get to talk to and meet uh, her sisters and things like that. Because uh, sometimes we pray for people we don't see. And, but when we do have a chance to see them, uh, we should tell them, hey, we prayed for you. And that's encouraging to people as well. And uh, not, to, you know, not to brag, but people need to know that, hey, we do care and we are going to pray uh, for you. Let's look at this. Privileges. Did I cut anybody? off nope all right let's do look at this then privileges when we are faithful <coughs> privileges when we are faithful uh first thing is here we need to be holy brethren and this is sort of what i was talking about when you get through it and you're spiritual this is ephesians uh this, sorry this is galatians 6 1 you that are spiritual right restore so in other words when you're strong and on good footing then you help to lift somebody else up when they're when they're down. If you're both in the ditch, you can only kind of like pull and push each other and keep sliding back. But when you're on stable footing, man, you're supposed to reach down and help people to get back up and to get going again. That's why you need to secure those feet. 
And then, of course, we have privileges uh, when we are faithful. And then lastly, this is the call to faithfulness, if you will. This that says right here, come all ye faithful. And so what we're looking for, obviously, with the next couple of weeks with this series as well, is that we want to encourage folks uh, to finish strong in the new year. And as we turn towards 2019 to uh, get ready for that.